I'll be honest with you. I've looked all week this week, and uh, been a long time since I've been like this. But I come up here Friday. Yesterday was Andrew's birthday, and uh, so I knew we was planning on doing something with him. I come up here Friday, and uh, really wanted to get everything done with my outline on Friday if I could, and uh, just come up here. And man, it just seemed like everything that could go wrong went wrong. And uh, I finally just called Kendra and told her I was coming to the house, and she said. Uh, do you know what you're going to preach? I said, don't have a clue. And I mean, I just didn't. I just didn't have any idea. And uh, all day yesterday, I had it in the back of my mind. We went and did some things with him and uh, just really just couldn't get anything much. And then uh, at some point yesterday, I just got a thought. And I got up here this morning and tried to look at it and just seemed like the Lord helped me with it. And uh, I will do my best to be a help to you this morning. Romans chapter number 7. Read with me, if you would, in verse number 1. Find your place and stand with me if you can enable and honor and reverence to the reading of the word of the Lord. Romans chapter 7 and verse number 1. The Bible said, Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. <coughs> for the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though, notice this, she be married uh, to another man. Let's pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, I should do love you. Lord, I'm thankful for the privilege, God, the honor to be back in your house this morning. Lord, thank you for what we felt already. Lord, I don't know the hearts. Lord, I don't know the needs. Lord, I pray you bless every need represented here this morning, be with every request. Lord, I pray most of all, if they'd be one of the midst, lost, undone without you. God, I pray you'd save them before it's everlasting too late. Lord, you know my heart and you know my need this morning. Lord, I pray just for a little while, would you touch my throat and touch my voice. We'll be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. For we ask it in Jesus' wonderful name and for his sake. Amen. Amen. You be seated. Thank you for standing. Now, uh, don't fall out with me this morning, but uh, when you first hear me start preaching, you're going to think that I'm, I, I've done went crazy, but I'm going somewhere, okay? Just don't fall out with me and don't trust me, and I promise you I'm not going to get out of the Bible. I'll preach this morning on this thought, how to marry another. How to marry another. Now you say, oh, preacher, that's going to be a bust. It may sound like it, but if you'll stay with me, uh, I want to show you something, all right? Now, Notice what Paul said in verse number 1. The Bible said, Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law. Now, notice with me, first of all, Paul is, Brother Kenny dealt with it the other night, uh, uh, here in just a couple of chapters, chapter 9. Uh, Paul's going to shift gears in the book of Romans, uh, and he's going to begin to deal with the Jew. But uh, he's almost, in some ways, John, gearing us up for that in chapter 7, uh, the Bible said, notice what he said, Know ye not, brethren, uh, that's talking about saved folk, ain't that right? He yeah. said, brethren, those that are saved, for I speak uh, to those that know the law. That's talking about Jewish people, isn't that right? Yeah. He's dealing, Chris, with the Jews uh, that have been saved. That's what he's dealing with. He's saying, uh, I'm talking to those that are saved by the grace of God, uh, but they also know the law. Isn't that right? He's not dealing... Here in chapter 7, he's not dealing with the Gentile. He's not dealing with the heathen. Uh, he's dealing with those that know uh, 
and understand the law. Now, notice with me, if you will, the proclamation. Watch what he said. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion uh, over a man as long as he liveth. I mean, he wastes no time. Uh, uh, just bursting our bubble right out of the gate in chapter 7, does he? Uh, uh, John, he said, if you know the law, then you know. Uh, and if you don't know, you ought to know uh, that as long as you're alive, uh, the law hath dominion over you. Uh, uh, now, that doesn't sound very pleasurable, but that's true. Uh, uh, can I say that it does not matter? I was talking to Kendra yesterday. Uh, uh, she was coming down the road, uh, uh, and she was driving. And we come up to a place, John, uh, and she had her GPS. We were trying to find this place to take Andrew. Uh, and she got over in the wrong lane, and her light was green. And she said, oh, this is where I'm supposed to turn. So you know what my darling, sweet, precious wife did? She just stopped right in the middle of the road. I mean, she just stopped. Lights green, cars whizzing by. And she's just a sitting there. And so when she got that one, I finally I caught my breath and told her to go on. Just go on. Just go on. She said, well, that wasn't where I was supposed to turn. And I didn't know what to do. And I told her, I said, when you get your house, in a ticket. Uh, I'd look at the trooper and say, well, I just didn't mean to. Uh, and I didn't know what to do. Uh, and what I'm saying is this, as long as we are alive, uh, uh, we are under the law. Isn't that right? Uh, it is not an argument to say I did not know. Uh, it is not an argument to say I did the best I could. Uh, it is not an argument this morning. Uh, we are under the law. Isn't that right? That's what Paul, that's his proclamation. Type again, chapter 7, he says, as long as you're alive, uh, you are under the dominion uh, and the authority and the rule uh, of the law. Isn't that right? Uh, I mean, that's a sad thing. Uh, that doesn't sound joyous at all. Uh, in fact, I thought about that all, all yesterday and this morning. Uh, I thought to myself, no, that just sounds burdensome. Uh, that's just about depressing. Uh, that'll just about make you want to hang your head and cry. Uh, because, John, I know myself. Uh, and I know this morning I cannot fulfill uh, and meet the standards of the law. Uh, and if I'm always going to be under its dominion, uh, and if I'm always going to be under its authority. Uh, Kirk, I'm going to have a miserable, miserable life. Uh, and let me just stop and say this. Uh, it is not the law that is in the wrong, uh, but it is you and I. Paul said, as long as you're living, you are under the law. You're under the dominion uh, of the law. So we see his proclamation. Uh, then I want you to know, if you will, notice the picture, uh, if you will, here in verse number two. Watch what the Bible said. <coughs> For the woman which hath a husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she's loosed uh, from the law of her husband. So Paul makes his proclamation. He says, as long as you're alive, you heard or you heard of the dominion and the authority of the law. <coughs> then verse 2, that's something interesting. He pictures that proclamation. He gives us just an illustration of a marriage. All right? And what he's saying is, if you put it in higher language book, what he's saying is, he said, as long as you're alive, you are under the dominion, the authority of the law. Yeah. And that's like he says this. That's just like when a woman marries a husband. Yeah. Yeah. As long as he's living, as long as she's living, 
She is under my law. She's under the dominion and authority of her husband. Now, they know he's fought out with me this morning. That's what the Bible said. The Bible said that the head of the man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Isn't that right? And it's the biblical pattern. And Paul said that any woman that was married, as long as her husband was living, she was bound to him, John, by the law. Isn't that right? Well, you and I, can I say this? You and I are married or were married uh, up to the wall. And it's a burdensome thing. Uh, uh, early it's not pleasurable. I thought I did Not that the law was wrong. Once again, uh, uh, but Leah asked the bride, if you would, uh, I cannot live with the standard of my husband. Uh, I cannot please him. I cannot make him happy, Nancy. I'll never meet the standard that he set for me. Yeah. That's a burdensome thing. It's a burdensome thing to always be in the wrong, to always fail. But that's the marriage that you and I have been joined to. And as long as we live, the Bible said we're under the bondage of law. Yeah. Just like a woman. She's married a husband. Long as long as that husband's alive, she is bound uh, to who her husband by law. In fact, the Bible said, what's the Bible said, verse 2? Watch this. The Bible said, verse 2, for the Lord hath the husband bound by law to her husband. So long as he liveth. Now listen to this. But if the husband be dead, she's loosed uh, from the law of her husband. Now here's what the Bible said. Now, get the picture with me, okay? Just like a woman, just like Leona, is married to Chris, and by law, uh, as long as Chris Moore is alive, Leona, you are bound uh, by your vows that you made. Uh, you're bound to him as your husband. Verse 3 said, uh, I pick on those two that if Leona decided uh, she didn't like her husband anymore, uh, and she's going to go find her husband. The Bible said uh, she'd been adulterous. Isn't that right? Uh, and unless uh, he first died, then she'd be loose from the law. Right? Right. So the problem is this. In order to rightly, that's why we dealt with few weeks ago, <coughs> we dealt somewhat with an issue with marriage, not within the church, but uh, without. But somehow or another, we got tied up in it, John. Uh, I want to say this. Uh, an individual asked me, said, why are you so uh, staunch on that? Well, I tell you why. Uh, because it messes up more than just one home. Uh, uh, the Lord sets some standards and some things for a reason. Now, yeah. I understand things go wrong. And I'm not saying tonight this morning that uh, if your first marriage didn't work out, that you're a second class Christian. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I tell you, uh, on the authority of the Word of God, uh, God intended for it to be a lifelong commitment uh, uh, between one man and one woman. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I understand that some things happen. I'm not judging that. Uh, uh, the Bible says it's not best to be judged. Uh, and I don't know what's going to come to my house, but I'm just telling you that uh, uh, the Bible intended uh, and God intended for between one man uh, and one woman uh, forever uh, till death do us fall. Amen. Let me say this. We're married to the law. The only way that marriage can be broken is if the Bible says she's committed, she's bound to her husband by law as long as he liveth. Isn't that right? 
Where's my problem? I'm not married to a man. I'm married to the law. Yeah. They're right. Yeah. The laws has to die. Yeah, right. They're right. That's right. There's never, you say, oh, preacher, it died at Calvary. Oh, no, it didn't. Jesus said, I come out to restore the law, but that the law might be fulfilled through yeah. me. And they're right. right. The law is still as much today as it ever was. Uh, uh, we're still bound by law. And there's no hope uh, of all dying. That's our problem. Yeah. Yeah. Surely we're in a marriage that we cannot please. Uh, we cannot be happy. Uh, we cannot make uh, we cannot make our spouse uh, happy. Uh, and we're miserable. Uh, we fail continuously. Uh, yet we cannot be loose from that. See, because uh, the law will not die. Stuck in a hopeless marriage. Yeah. Now, don't follow that with me. I don't talk a lot about marriage. You understand what I'm talking about? I'm not talking about, I'm talking about spiritually speaking. We are connected. We're bound uh, to the law. Paul said, just like a marriage, uh, we cannot please the law. Uh, we cannot fulfill the law. Uh, we cannot make the law happy. Uh, and we're stuck. Uh, and the law is not going to die. Yeah. Nothing we can do. Now, I said verse number three. What's what it saying? Notice what verse three. So that if while her husband lives, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. I mean, we're stuck this morning. If we try to say we're going to go find somebody else. I'm not talking about because the law's wrong. I'm telling you, if you decide you're going to quit living by the law, you just don't hold, you can't, you can't please him. You can't make him happy. You can't meet his requirements. You'll find something else. We can't even switch to on to grace because the Bible said in verse 1, that as long as we live, we're bound by the law. Yeah. All right? We do anything else, Kirk, uh, we're in the wrong. Would that be a sad thing to live with a spouse that not that they were wrong, but you just couldn't please them? Try as hard as you want, you just cannot please them. That'd be a sad, sad thing. Uh, the Bible said that she'd go for another go to another man. Uh, she'd be adulterous. But watch this. Looks like we're verse 3. I will say it. <laughs> but if her husband be dead, she's free from that law. So that she's no, she is no adulterous though she be married to another man. Now here's the idea. This woman is bound by law to her husband as long as he lives. If she's unfaithful in any way while, while he lives, she becomes an adulteress. However, if her husband were to die, she's free to, by law, she's free to marry. The problem is this. In your my situation, married to the law. Five said verse one, they're not brethren for us speak to them with no law of the house. The law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. The problem is the law's not going to die. Now once you get that, the law is not John going to die. Yeah. Bible said that his word is forever settled in heaven. That is the law of God. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to die. It's not going to pass away. It'll never vanish. It'll never be gone. How in the world can we ever marry another? Yeah. Isn't that right? Go for me quickly. We said the problem. Go for me quickly. Verse 4. Watch what you Bible said. Verse before. I'm just about done, believe it or yeah. not. I, I just want to give you something real quick and I'm done. Verse before. Watch what the Bible said. Wherefore, my brethren, Ye also 
are become dead in the law by the body of Christ, that you should be married to another, even them who was raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Now here's the problem. We're married to the law. We cannot please it. We cannot fulfill it. We cannot meet its standards. And we're always going to be bound to it unless somebody dies. That's the only way God ties if that bond is broken. Somebody must die. And the law is not going to die. So notice we make the provision. Which what your Bible says? Let's see Bible What's what your Bible says, verse 4? Listen to this. Verse 4, therefore, or verse, I'm in the wrong place. Verse 4, wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ. You say, preacher, what provision are you talking about? The law's not going to die. What's what it said? Wherefore, my brethren, talking to those that are saved, ye, ye, not he, not the law, ye are, but also are become dead. Somebody's got to die. To break that marriage, to break that bond, to break that commitment, just because somebody has got to die. And the law's not going to die. The law's not going to perish. The law's not going right. to go away. So you know what must happen? God hit me. I'm about to come up yeah. and move. Huh? the only way to marry another. Huh? The only way to get out from under the law. Huh? What the Bible says in verse 1, as long as you live it, hug your heart under the law. Huh? The only way, trying to get out of that marriage. Huh? The only way to marry another. Huh? Somebody must die. And it's not going to be the law. Huh? So it must be you and I. We must die in order to marry another in their hand. Yeah. Watch this. Y'all ever read the Bible somewhere? Stay with this saying. Watch this. Wherefore, my brethren, y'all so become dead to the law by the body of Christ. She should be married to another. Even the Hebrews raised from the dead that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Now I'm going to say this. Since the law will not and cannot die. The only way for this marriage to end is for you and I to die. Now, Brother Kenny dealt with this last Sunday. He talked about the filling of the Holy Ghost, the indwelling of the Holy Ghost, and the baptizing of the Holy Ghost. You said, Preacher, why is all that so important? You know what happened when you were baptized into the Holy Ghost? Uh, turn with me, if you would, look over page 2, Romans chapter 6, verse number 1. Watch what your Bible said, Romans 6 and verse number 1. Paul said this, he said, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into His death. Therefore we are, notice that, we are, we are, we are, not we were, but we are buried with Him by baptism in the death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also uh, should walk in newness of life. For we have been planted together in the likeness of his death. We shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Why, like verse 6, listen to this. Uh, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. Now, I want to circle that underline in your Bible. Uh, knowing this, that our old man is, uh, is, uh, is crucified 
said we have him what's what your Bible said that the body of sin might be destroyed that henceforth we should not serve sin Watch verse 7, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For that if he died, he died unto sin once. But that he liveth, he liveth unto God. I like verse 11, likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead and dead to sin. But alive unto God... Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, can I give you all that in a nutshell just real quick? Uh, you said, preacher, what happened the night I got saved? Uh, well, you got indwelt with the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost uh, taking up a mold inside of you. Uh, but if you watch from it, it was not a past tense. Uh, it is present tense. Paul said, those of us that are baptized uh, in the body of Christ. That's by the Holy Ghost. Uh, here's what happened right the day you got saved. Uh, of the Holy Ghost uh, baptized you into the body of Christ. Uh, and at that moment, John, I don't understand all of it, but I understand what the Bible said. Uh, at that moment, uh, somehow or another, you were baptized into the body of Christ. Uh, yeah. That word baptized means to be submerged. Uh, that's literally what it means. Uh, and so you were submerged uh, into the body of Christ. Not only was He in you, uh, but you were placed in Him. Uh, I understand how the Lord did it, but what happened was this. Uh, when he died at Calvary, not past tense, but presently, uh, you were dead with him. Uh, you died in him. Uh, your old man died at Calvary. Uh, when they laid him in the tomb, uh, the Holy Ghost Earl baptized you in the body of Christ. Uh, and you were buried with him. Uh, God hit me out of killing blood. Uh, I'm telling you, thank God I'm buried early. Uh, on the first day of the week when the stone was rolled away somehow or another the Holy Ghost when he baptized me in the body of Christ I got up with him thank God oh yeah my friend my old man died but my new man arose y'all ain't getting that but I'm about to come on good I tell you I died with him I died in him I was buried with him and you said, Preacher, what are you doing now? I'm glad, thank God, according to Romans chapter 6. Not only did I die with him, not only was I buried with him, not only did I resurrect with him, but thank God I live with him. That's right. I'm say this and I'm hurrying. I'm just about done. I'll give you an illustration. We call, they called us today so we need you to come sit on a jury. They brought together, I want you to imagine a courtroom. We're sitting on the jury. They bring forward a man that has been, I mean, the evidence is presented. Everything is presented. I mean, there's a staggering, overwhelming evidence against this man. Not a doubt in anybody's mind. This man is guilty of murder. We convene as a jury. We decide we're going to, we're going to condemn him. We're going to pronounce him guilty. We recommend as a jury. We recommend as a jury that the death sentence be his, be his penalty. We come back in and carry that out. According to the law, that's what must be done. All right? Are you with me? Yeah. Let's take the same scenario. Let's say that we go and we, same, same scenario. And we come and sure that we meet together as a jury. 
we decide that he is guilty. We, we, we decide we'll recommend the death sentence. Well, Lord, all that must be done. But as we walk back into the courtroom and take our seats, before, the, before that judgment can ever be pronounced, before that sentence can ever be read, that man dies suddenly of a heart attack. But tell you what happens in that moment. The Lord no longer has dominion over him. Yeah. I ain't going to pronounce a man dead that's already dead. Yeah. Right. 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 Doesn't matter whether he's guilty or not then. Doesn't matter what, I, what I've heard plus God. And what can we do to him? What can the law do? That's all the law can do is kill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the wages of sin is death. If a man be dead already, you may kill him again. Right. You can't make him twice dead. Right? So at that moment, certainly that man took his last breath. As far as the law is concerned, there's nothing else the law can do. And that sounds good, huh? I'll bet that's not what happened to me. We tell you what would happen. Let's take me right here. God help me. I'm about to come up there. Let's take the same scenario. Let's say we went and we went, so we'll look through the evidence one more time. John, we've decided he's guilty. Unanimously, we've decided he's guilty. We've decided we will pronounce him. We'll pronounce him that serve a death sentence. He will die in prison. He will be served the death penalty. And we come back in and just about the time we're getting ready. Let's pronounce that verdict of the judge. He's getting ready to strike his gavel. About that moment, he takes his last breath. And let's say one of the things we call and the medical examiner would come running in the paramedics you can imagine the scene had they come in they'd check him in detail they'd check his pulse they'd check for air they'd check for his heartbeat they'd check him and at such and such time God had me about to come up blue at such and such time they'd stand up John and they'd say as of 1147 on February the 20th 2022 I pronounce Chris Moore to be dead. Know what happened? Somebody make a note. Somebody go to the courthouse, wherever it may be. They file that on record that Chris Moore is dead. All right. Let's just say by some miracle, somewhere or other, he come back guilty. God help me. Guilty is all you have.
Chris Moore died at 11.47 on February the 20th, 2022. There's nothing we can do. Y'all ain't getting that. Y'all ain't getting that. Y'all ain't getting that, are you? Can I say this? You realize every devil in hell, every demon can come and say to you, he's guilty. He deserves to die. That's wrong. That's right. I'm telling God. Hold on. We sit right to you, man. As far as the record shows, my old man died. And the law lost all authority. But the law has done all it can. I was dead in Christ. And I've been raised to walk in new life in the Lord Jesus Christ. Watch what your Bible said. I'm quitting right here. Watch this. Look with me, verse 5. I'm quitting. Bible said, verse 5, for when we were in the flesh, motions of sin which were by the law did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. That shows us our past. Paul said, for you died. Watch what he said, for when we're in the flesh, the motions of sin which were in the law did work in our members to bring forth fruit. Under death. Paul said, Before you died, all you could do was bring forth fruit under death. Which what he said in verse number six. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead, wherein we were healed, we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oneness, oldness of the letter. You said, Preacher, what are you saying? I want to know some of the pleasure, and I'm dying. I'm glad John. He said, Preacher, what happened when you what happened when you married another? I traded the law for the Lord Jesus Christ. I traded guilt and shame and miserableness for pleasure and joy and peace. Uh, yeah, I just want to say, I know you never thought I'd say this. Uh, I never thought I'd say it either. Uh, but I just want to say, Kirk, it sure is nice uh, to be married twice. Isn't that right? Uh, it sure is good. Uh, I've come so far better than I could ever imagine that. Uh, Tell you this morning, you've been married to another. Now, right? Yeah. Somebody help me right there. You can be married to another. So, preacher, what must I do? I'm going to tell you as honestly as I can. We have to die this morning. Yeah. I don't mean a physical death. Right. When you have to die to your flesh, 
that gets to the point because that's what that's what it takes to be saved. It takes coming in a broken and contrite heart and a broken spirit. Uh, and John dying to yourself, uh, realizing you cannot do it. Uh, you know what the Bible said like this? We see a picture of a bride, a wife, her husband here. Romans 6 from the book of Galatians. The Bible said this, the law is our schoolmaster. That brings us to a place of repentance. But tell you why you can't fulfill the, 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 the standards of the flesh. That's God's grace letting you say you can't meet the law. That's God's grace letting you say you can't please it. Are you with me? Yeah. You've got to get to a point where you'll come and say, Lord, oh, I can't do it. I'm going to die out of myself. I've done everything I can do. I'm dying to myself. I cannot meet the standards. So if I heal it, you've be burned in him. Resurrected him, he'll also give you a new life within him. A life that's full of joy, a life that's full of peace. Yeah. My, grand, my grandpa, you say this, and I'm done. He told me for years when him and my grandma got married, said the only thing his mama told him was this. Said that right before he got married, she told him, she said, Irvin, you can make your bed hard, or you can make your bed soft, but either way, you'll have to lay in it. All right. Can I tell you this morning, bro, can you talk a little bit in Sunday school about choices? You've got a choice this morning. Right. Oh, yeah. You can stay married to the law, never pleasing it, never meeting the standard, being miserable every day of your life, or you can be married to another and find that where sin did away of grace did much more by him. Find that there's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Find that there's peace that passes understanding. I, I may thank God this morning. I just want to say one more time. I'm just glad. I, I'm glad that I died to the law. Yeah. And I've married another this morning. Let's stand our feet. Everybody right there. Thank you for